All right, BradCooney.com. I'd like to welcome to the show producer and songwriter Alan B. What is up? How you doing, Brad? Just hanging in there, having a good day. That's what's up. Yep, same here. Just trying to uh, trying to stay away from all this COVID stuff. Thank God I haven't gotten it yet and healthy, and hopefully it'll, it'll go past, man. We can get we can get back to normal, right? Most definitely. All right. So before we get into your music. Tell my listeners a little bit about like how you got into it, um, why you got into it, and when. Right. Uh, well, um, I've been doing music, I would say, all my life. Uh, really, uh, what inspired me is I'm originally from New Orleans, Louisiana, so it's part of my culture. Uh, it's part of my life, my family members. Uh, they always used to call me Little Michael Jackson because I used to dance all the time everywhere. Nice. Throughout life, I kind of had uh, opportunities kind of denied for me. Um, I wanted to get into the orchestra uh, back in elementary, but uh, I tried to go to the orchestra for tryouts, and they told me uh, when I went there, they were like, all right, so uh, what instrument are you going to play? And I came in with no instrument, and I thought they were going to provide one for me, and uh, everybody else had one. They said, well, you can't join the orchestra unless you got an instrument, and I didn't have one, so that kind of... Stop me from doing that a little bit. But throughout life, uh, I met different people, uh, producers, uh, songwriters throughout my time of dancing and learning about music. And they taught me through different computer systems, analogs, and just how to beat the drums. And I just started working on different systems, keyboards, drums, strings, and started acquiring the knowledge and the love for music and started creating it myself. Now, how old were you? When you transition from like getting rejected for the chorus because there's no instrument, which I think is, I think that's horrible. I, you know, but you know what? I have a, I mean, Let me go off track for a second. So my goddaughter, she wanted to play also, but she, and she and they didn't have, they don't have much money, um, but she wanted to play the flute. So I was just like, all right, well I can get you a flute. And so the flute that her teacher wanted her to get was like a thousand dollars. That's unbelievable, man. I was like, well, no wonder why a lot of kids can't get into music. That's ridiculous. Absolutely. Um, and I love the horns, too. Uh, that's a big thing in New Orleans, horns, yeah. um, saxophone, things like that. I, I'm more of like a drum guy and a strings guy myself. Um, but I was about, uh, I would say about nine years old when that happened. Wow. And, yeah, it was it was... You know, I talked to my parents about it, and, you know, they were like, hey, you know, you can get into sports, which I did, but, um, you know, music is something that's always been with me because I've always been a creative person where I have thoughts, and I want to translate those thoughts and emotions into energy, into sound, where people can feel what I'm projecting as well, make a move and groove. Let me ask you this. So when that situation with the chorus didn't work for you, did that inspire you just to strive harder and then and, and even just like a kind of like accept that as a challenge? Uh, of course. Uh, like I said, uh, when I was younger, I, I did more dancing and I wanted to do music too. So uh, the dancing was the first love along with the music. And since I couldn't do the music, I always did the dancing because all you got to do is move your body to do that. Yeah. So I became really good and proficient in that. Um, I, throughout my time when I was in college, uh, I worked with some rock bands. I did some uh, dancing with rock bands. I created my own performing art form called Alter Ego mm -hmm. in 2006. Uh, I got that trademarked. Um, nice. And when I when I was doing that that style, I was doing it to rock music, hip hop, jazz, 
screwed, sold, doesn't matter, any type of style. And what I was doing was I was learning how to move to the rhythm and the timing. And, and that style helped me work with other musicians. And so I had musicians tell me that dancers hear music an octave lower or slower than what musicians play. And I never knew that. So when I started wow, I making music, I started, I had good timing down because of the dancing. So I already knew what people wanted to hear. That's really interesting. I didn't know that either about the time difference. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I work with a lot of musicians, and, and that, that's what really helped me because it was kind of like my gateway in uh, because I had my own dance style, yeah. my performing art form, and I worked with so many musicians, producers, uh, and uh, when I was doing my performances, because I could hear it so well and my timing was down, but he was right. You know, you do hear the music a little bit slower and um, sometimes if you work with different uh, musicians they'll snap their fingers a little bit time difference than when you hear the rhythm or when you before you get ready to play a song mm -hmm. because I'm a dancer I hear it differently but I know the timing is right wow that's pretty music cool is about timing. very very interesting um, all right so let's talk about the EP drop called Gypsy King talk a little bit about that project all right, Gypsy King is kind of relatable to my life. I feel like I'm wandering nomad. You know, Gypsy is somebody considered a nomad, somebody who wanders the land of the earth um, in different parts of the earth. But here in America, um, Gypsy is somebody who people kind of overlook and kind of just see wandering around. You know, you could, I guess, relate them to a hobo or somebody else who people just would normally see as a common person. All right. And the king, well, a king is a leader of people, somebody who uh, people resonate with and they want to follow, right? Mm -hmm. So I figured that Gypsy King, right, somebody who can walk around the people and still be a leader, um, kind of resembles a part of myself mm -hmm. um, as I walk around and do things, you know. Very, very interesting. So the single that I heard, I listened to it three times, um, AI Technology. Um, I was intrigued, not, 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 not just by the beat for it, but I like the lyrics too. So talk about that song. What's your backstory for my listeners? Okay, so uh, AI Technology, sorry about the airplane, but the AI Technology, uh, it's all around us. It's taken over. Everything is automated. And it's the future of the world now. Mm -hmm. um, however, people don't know how fast it's growing and how fast it's moving True. and how abundant it is around us. For instance, uh, your listeners can, can understand this. Uh, you get automated emails all the time. I don't know how many times you probably get an email from somewhere. If you sign up for some newsletter yep. or some song or somebody you like, you get that same email. It's another email generated, another follow-up email. And anytime you think about something, boom, it appears on Amazon or it appears on your phone. You know, if you say something, it appears because the AI technology is picking it up. Mm -hmm. Pretty scary, too. Well, I mean, it's scary, but it's the new phase of the world. And I just wanted to bring awareness to what was going on because it's true. Um, do you know if your phone is controlling you or if you're controlling the phone? Yeah. And when you hear that bing, guess what? People usually look down automatically to see and check like a robot what's going on with that message. 
Mm-hmm. It's true, man. All right, so before we talk about a couple more singles off the EP, let's talk about the U.S. Navy a little bit. Okay. Because I was in the Navy myself, so when I read that about you, I was like, ah, that's pretty cool. Um, I was on the USS True, and I was an OS. I think if I remember okay. right, you were MM? Was it, did, I, did I remember that right? I was an aviation orders for AL. AL, cool. So you were on a carrier? Yeah, I was on the carrier. I've been on the USS George Washington. Nice. Uh, I was on the USS Tripoli uh, okay. that just got commissioned uh, not too long ago. Um, I was a boot camp instructor also uh, at Great Lakes. Did that for three years. That was probably my favorite duty. I got a chance to teach over 125,000 people. Oh, wow. Wow. So you were a drill instructor up there? Um, So I was, uh, I would say, uh, a recruit training uh, instructor. So the difference is, you know, the RDCs, they wear the red ropes. And they're the ones who were with the troops every day, or the yeah, sailors every day. You were one of the I, on the other hand, was the person who was coming in teaching. Yep, I remember that. I went to boot camp in, uh, I went to boot camp up there too at Great Lakes, and our drill instructors had the red ropes, just like you said. And then we went to classes and training stuff. So that's what you probably did. You were probably the instructor. One of the that's right. I was, I was there teaching the minds. Yeah, man. <laughs> was that a little bit tricky because you still had to play kind of like an a hole a little bit to them? To the recruits, or did you find a did you find a little happy medium in there where you, you kind of let them let the recruits, you know, kind of relax a little bit so they can learn instead of being scared? What I did was um, I had to figure out. I always I always had to create uh, a form of discipline, right, and respect. And uh, you earn your respect through people's trust and how you speak to them. I know I didn't like being belittled in the organization, and. I will tell you this, I would always talk to people in their language. It doesn't matter uh, where they were from, you can always say something funny or say something that they could all relate to to get their attention. And what I would do is I would just say things that were relatable to them and then give them broad experiences of my career, other people's careers, things to do, not to do, to make sure that they can move through and navigate through the organization without getting in trouble. I like that. Because I remember when I was in boot camp, I used to really look forward to, like, the class, the, the learning part of it, because I wasn't getting yelled at no more. <laughs> oh, you already know. Yeah, 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 exactly. All right, let's jump back into the music. So the only single that I actually got to listen to is AI Technology. So I'm just going to ask you about a couple of your other songs that's on the EP. Um, so we got Road Rage. Um, I'm guessing is that a self-explanatory type song, or, or was there anything more to it? Okay, so Road Rage, that, that, that was a real life experience. Uh, that, that came from me driving on the 94 freeway in San Diego. There's a hill that I, I, I had to go down, usually where I live at, and there's a speed trap. And a lot of officers and sheriffs, they stay around there. Um, so when you're going down that hill, it's like you're going about 50, 60 miles an hour before that light hit. And you can see the light, but it's, it changes real fast. Mm-hmm. So in between that time, you got to make a quick choice, right? You see that yellow light, either you're going or you're not. And this this lady was in front of me, and she winded up not making that decision on time, and she slammed on the brakes. And and I thought she was going to go, and then I had to veer off to the right. And I almost hit her. Mm-hmm. And then I was, you know, you know, a lot, a lot of adrenaline popping oh, yeah. in New York. You should know. Uh, a lot of adrenaline popping. Oh, yeah. And in my mind, I was really amped up. And I was playing that music <laughs> to the song, and the words just came to me. 
and it's it's a different unique song but yeah uh road rage is real in uh california and throughout the united states of america <laughs> hey like you said earlier if you write a song about like what everybody can relate to i think everybody can Absolutely. relate to that man you know absolutely um, you know let me tell you a funny story one time this is funny i actually i actually it accidentally cut somebody off one time it happened about a year ago it was 100 percent my fault i wasn't paying attention so this dude laid on the horn and when he went by me instead of giving me the middle finger he gave me the thumbs down sign and i and i felt terrible i had more impact on me than the middle finger did <laughs> That's so funny. I know when people do things that you're not ready for, it right. kind of throws you off. You're like, oh, man. Dude, I mean, I'm telling you, that thumbs down had more impact on me than a middle finger would have. I was like, <laughs> I, felt, I felt terrible, man. <laughs> anyway, man. Um, do you got any videos for any of these songs? Uh, do You Believe? I have I have a video for Do You Believe. Cool. Um, some other videos uh, are in the, in the work in progress. Uh only because some things in the Navy I can't do right now and put out videos. Yeah. Uh, but however, I'm working on some videos and, uh, and some more content to put out, uh, with me. I know it's unfortunate because, you know, a lot of people, uh, like music and videos are correlated one and sure. one and one. You know, you, you need to have the videos out. And, uh, it's a little tough for me right now just because of my situation being in the military. But however, it, I'll have some videos out shortly. That's what's up. So you're you're so you're actually still active due to Navy. Uh, yeah, I'm in the process of getting out um, on a medical retirement. Gotcha. Probably next year. Yeah. How many years have you been, have you served so far? Uh, Twelve. Wow. Well, first of all, thank you for your service, man. Um, oh yeah. I'm, I hate that I hate that you get out after twelve um, because because of retirement purposes. Um, but it is what it is, I man. If it's medical, you got to do what you got to do. Oh yeah, life. You know, life moves on. You know, just like you have to move on from it. Uh, yep, absolutely. I, I look. Yeah, I look at it as a as a great opportunity uh, to to do what I want to do. Yeah. To do the things that I love to do. That's a fact. Look, you know, when I, I when I, I did I, I only did four years. I did four years. I did my four years. I got out, and then many times I would look back and say, I wonder what would happen if I would have stayed in. But. You know, I got out, and things look, you know, things turned out really good for me. So, hindsight's twenty twenty, and and you know, you can pursue your music now, like, like full time, like one hundred percent, if that's what you want to do once you get out. Oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, besides the music, I mean, that's one opportunity. I'm also an entrepreneur, and um, you know, I have other things, business ventures. I'm also getting into as nice. well. Nice. That's great, man. All right, so a few more songs: uh, Zena's Moon. Dance Hall King and Bitcoin. Tell me about that songs. Okay, so Zena's Moon. Uh, definitely can't make a video for that right now because that story's about marijuana. Ah, uh, <laughs> gotcha. And um, pretty much what, what I did was uh, I just started like finding the different strands and stuff that people like. I mean, I'm in California. That's a big, big deal out here, right? Uh, the green culture, right? Yeah. Uh, the big boom that's going to be coming in the economy soon. So. Why not talk about it? So I just made a song about some different strains of uh, marijuana that's out there and made it fun. My, my little four-year-old, he loves singing it, too. Okay. Uh, he, <laughs> which is pretty wild. He, he loves it. So he's like, yeah, Dad, come on. Let's do that song again. Yeah, so, yeah. He, it's real catchy. And um, and let's see. The next song I would say is Dance Hall King. Yep. Um, 
So my my son, he's he's part Jamaican. Uh, he has some some roots of that in him. Yeah. And so I'm always hanging out with his his mother's side of the family, and they all Jamaican, and you know they be cooking that jerk chicken and yeah. that curry chicken and that curry goat, and they they brought a lot of that culture and vibrance to me. So uh, I started making dance hall type music because of hanging around them. Oh, uh, and it changed the element in my music as well. So that's why I made that song, Dance Hall King, which is more of like a dance uh, club type song. Yeah. And um, and then Bitcoin, well, that's self-explanatory. I, basically, uh, I talked about Bitcoin needing more of it um, because Bitcoin went down and then it went back up $5,000 yeah. from earlier in the week. So, you know, I, I talk about that being the future currency um, because, you know, it is... Uh, a currency that is against the, the monetary policy and what's going on now with the fiat currency in America's culture today that we uh, live by. So I made that song because a lot of people do not know about cryptocurrency. You'd be very surprised. I know. Um, uh, yeah, I didn't really know. I, honestly, I didn't know a lot about it until about a year and a half ago. See, there you go. You know, yep. um, and usually when you find out about it, it's a little bit too late. But, yeah. I mean, it's still not too late. So... Uh, I decided to make a song about it. Uh, my, my song about it is a little bit more about building up your consciousness and, and developing yourself. Uh, I try to always send positive messages. The whole EP, I don't curse on one song at all. So That's good. I try to make it clean for yep. people. You know, uh, I like it. I like that. I like that. So, all right. So before we get into uh, so some of your goals and some of your musical influences, is there any other music on your EP or any other singles you want to talk about before we move forward? Yeah, I have, um, I have a, a new song that's out. It's called Apple Music. Oh. Uh, it's on Apple Music. Yep. Um, it, it's, I make these catchy hooks, uh, try to make some hooks to, to reel people in, but the messages are always inside the songs. Um, uh-huh. uh, with today's era. And then I also have uh, two more singles that are going to be coming out. Uh, Black Mamba. Which was dedicated to Kobe Bryant. I love um, it. And I made I that song back in 2016 when he scored 60. Was it 60 points? He the last 50. game he yep. played. I remember that I made game. That, yeah, that's right. I made that track that day. He made that, and uh, he played his last game. And then um, another song called Virginia Beach. I made that when I was out in Virginia Beach. Oh wow! Uh, doing some time out there. Um, I have another EP coming out that's called Universe Seven. Um, Space Genie and Trademark Under Review. So I have three more EPs and I'll be putting them out probably every three months. I'll be putting out another EP. Man, you're a busy cat, man. You're a busy cat. Oh, I have hundreds of songs. I'm yeah. always staying busy and productive. Uh, that's the way to stay in life if you want to make moves. And, yeah, man. And, uh, you know, time is, time is valuable in life and you got to make the most that's of it. Facts. You know, Kobe Bryant's death. I think of all the celebrities, the big names, you know, the household names in my lifetime. I'm, I'm, I'll be 56 years old in a couple of weeks. Kobe Bryant was the was the one guy that passed away that I had the hardest time wrapping my head around. It just didn't feel like it was supposed to be. You know, I know, I know when people pass away, it's like God calls them or whatever. But for some reason, I had the toughest time getting past Kobe Bryant's death. I don't know. It was just, it was weird. I don't know, I don't know how to yeah, explain that, it. Yeah, we, we, that's, that's why I say time is, 
very valuable. You you just don't know. And um, huh. you know, I think that that's why he was remembered because of how hard he worked. Yeah, man. Because he just didn't know when his last game would be, just like you don't know when your last day's going to be. And you know what the silver like, lining is, though? The silver lining with Kobe Bryant, he passed away on the way to coach his daughter's basketball game. So he actually was a, being a great dad. You know what I mean? That, that, that's, that's how I look at that. His last moments, his last like act in his life was being a good dad. And that, that's the part that helps me get, get over that. I was a huge Kobe Bryant fan. Huge. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's tough. But, you know, that, you know, as a parent, um, you know, having to be with your, your kid when that, that moment comes too, you know, that, that's gotta be, um, very rough. Yeah. You know, he lost his other daughter on the plane, of course, which is yeah. awful. I mean, just awful. The whole thing is awful. Um, but if you're going to go, at least he went, you know, try, you know, doing good stuff as a parent. That, that's that's what I hold on to the most of this past. I ain't gonna lie to you. When he passed away, man, my, my eyes watered up. Man. I was actually physically affected by his passing. He's such a good guy, man. I mean, he was a, he was a good dude. I mean, he wasn't perfect. All of us have, you know, every every single one of us had little things in our lives we wish we would have done. Um, there's not a person I know of you know, that, that doesn't have something like that. Rest in power, Black Mamba. Yeah, man. What a, what a, what a great guy. All right, so let's get back on to you. Um, what do you want to get done? I can't believe it's almost 2022 already, man. So what, what do you want to do? What do you, where, where do you want to be this time next year? Um, out of the Navy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's one. <laughs> um, but uh, next year, uh, I definitely want to start traveling. And uh, if the world permits that we're able to do shows or we're able to do live performances. It's starting to open up, but not everywhere. Yeah. Um, some places I'd like to go, Mexico, the UK, maybe uh, some parts of uh, Asia. Uh, I definitely have a larger fan base in the UK, so nice. that will be one place I would definitely love to go. And uh, I'd love to go to Mexico uh, just to take some time to uh, get in, kind of infused in a different culture yeah. outside of America. Just to change my element of music as well. Yeah. Um, like I said, when you know, being around different people's cultures, uh, other than mine here in America or my family, uh, creates a different influence and different feelings and different mindset on how I'm going to produce music. Yeah. Even instruments I could choose. So just want to get outside the box and kind of just give myself the ability to expand on what I'm already doing now. I love that, man. When I used to live in South Texas, I used to go to Mexico quite a bit. I used to, I used to jump across the border, sit down there a week, two at a time sometimes. Some good people down there. It's a different culture, for sure. Out there in Texas, huh? <laughs> yeah, I lived in San Antonio for uh, 10 years. Um, okay. I've, I've lived in five states in my life. Born and raised in New York. I lived in Virginia, California, Texas, and Mississippi. Last thing is, tell me about uh, some of your musical influences, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, Musical influences, um, I would say James Brown. Nice. uh, Definitely MJ, Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. uh, Jimi Hendrix. Yep. uh, Love some John Legend. Oh, man, uh, yeah. Tribe Called Quest, Buster Rhymes. (laughs) um, Jill Scott. uh, Let's see. Man, I mean, uh, oh, that's a lot of them. 
I mean, I, I, I could just keep going on and on, man. I mean, there's so many prints. Oh, man. Um, I love some uh, Curtis Mayfield. Yeah. Uh, Slide Boogie. Um, the Commodores. Uh, I mean. Yeah, a ton of them. What it, I mean, I mean, Vibes Cartel. I can, I can keep going on and on, but honestly, I, I just like uh, uh, a culture of music. If the music sounds good, that's all I like. You know? Let me Sometimes ask you this real you quick. If you had a chance, if you had a chance, and you can pick one artist or a group to collab with on stage, who would, who would, who would be the number one on your list? Mm, I'd probably say John Legend. John Legend. I'm hoping you say that. I'm a huge John Legend fan too. Huge. <laughs> dude's, the dude's amazing. He's, he's one of the coaches on The Voice. You know, I, I do podcasts for The Voice. I do. I have a lot of their singers on my show. I've been working with The Voice for 12 seasons. Um, so John Legend. He, he's uh, he's another one of my one of my favorites too, brother. <laughs> yeah, he's he he's got the real like you you can tell he puts his heart in his in his music. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you start from his first album, um, Let's Get Lifted, and you hear how he started. You could tell he was, like, starting to come up. You know, he makes a lot of commercial songs now, but his, he's still, he's cold. I mean, this dude is cold. Yeah. Very, <laughs> very sing. talented. He can sing, sing. Yeah. Well, he can, not only can he sing, but he's a really, really good piano player, too. Yeah, exactly. He, yeah. He's a musician. Absolutely. Absolutely. And... Yeah. Yes, sir. All right, man. Well, look, always a pleasure having you on the show. I want to give you an opportunity to tell all the listeners out there where they can follow you and where they can get your music. All right. Well, if you're trying to follow me, um, you can catch Alan B um, on Instagram at Alan B Music 504. Um, catch me on Twitter. It's AE Music with a Q LLC on Twitter um, and if you're looking for me on TikTok it's Alan B Music and you can also catch my music on www.alanbmusic.com for all right, the man. new EPs and singles they will be out alright man well, look I had a lot of fun talking to you and once again thank you for your service 12 years is a long time to uh, dedicate to the country so I appreciate that a whole lot man best of luck to you all right, thank you, Brad. It was a pleasure speaking with you. You enjoy your night and your new house. Hey, man, I appreciate you. Come back anytime, brother. All right, brother. Take care. Peace.